Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys are obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond. Enjoy this new episode. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. I would say that though, but genuinely... Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to the Savage Situation podcast. My name is Adam Savage, and on this series we're joined by a ton of different celebrities, musicians and influencers talking all about their personal history and love of video games. We've had Ali A on the show, we've had Trixie Mattel, Bring Me the Horizon, the guests have been amazing so far, but there is still plenty more coming your way. Let's find out who's up next. Anthony Richardson is a comic, a sportscaster, and arguably, most importantly, my co-host on our video game TV show, The First Hour. As the driving force behind a number of popular web series such as his viral comedy shorts, Bad Commentary and FIFA Predicts, his outrageous work with his comedy ensemble The Exploding Heads, as well as regular coverage for ESPN, he also found himself hosting multiple shows on international gaming channel Jinx TV. Brace yourselves for what I'm sure will be a very funny episode here on the show. Anthony Richardson... That's is in that is you yeah. is here on the savage situation and i couldn't be more happy Thanks. here in here in the velvet lounge I've, I've, na- I've named this do you know what go on cats yeah. will not scratch velvet so if you've got cats and you want them to scratch your furniture deck it all out in velvet okay is there, is there a reason for that is there they like just a... don't like the texture they okay. don't like to get their claws stuck in it okay cats and velvet it's like it's like two opposite poles of a magnet no that attracts doesn't it it's like yeah, two think, same poles. Oh, they're repelling. So what I'm saying is cats and velvet are the same thing. Right. Okay. Fact. It's official. It. Uh, mate, thank you so much for coming on the show. I mean, I'm really excited, obviously, about having you on because, you know, not only are we uh, colleagues in many respects, yeah. you know, co-hosts in stuff that we do. To an extent. To an extent. I mean, we're, we're both paid the same by the same people. We just happen to be there at the that's same right. time. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, but we have, uh, we've got, you know, your, your gaming history, the things you've been up to, like, I think, I think it's fascinating stuff. And I think it's good to talk about and share with the world as well. So you turn up late to every shoot, every one that we ever and we do, we get paid the same. So actually per hour, right. You're paid more than me because yeah. you're there less, but yeah. And you always leave early. You rush off. But I was always told to always arrive fashionably late to make people lust after you. Who buy? My mum. 
Right. Is that... Your mum told you that? My mum did tell Any me Any other yeah. bad habits your mum taught you? Um, bad, I'm, I'm kind of good with bad habits. I didn't bite my nails. I'm not that no. kind of person. I'd hate to bite my nails. Yeah. That would be... An, I, 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 I like biting that. your nails because it's like a, a lovely bonus snack. You can't bite your nails all the time because they'll just be bitten down. But when they grow long enough, knock yourself out, make that, a sandwich. That is horrendous. Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh, and your entry point into gaming for me is very exciting because I know that you and I share very similar nostalgia mm. around the original kind of like the good stuff like the, the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Mega Drive, that kind of stuff. Master System. Master System. I forgot that one. Game Gear. Game Gear. You know, Game Boy. No. No, no, no one played the Game Boy. You had to sit under a window. Do you remember that? And the sunlight had to hit it at the right angle exactly. to or, see it. And on coach trips, you had to get one of those illuminated lights. Yeah. No, I've got no Oh, yeah. Well, the, what, do you remember the magnifying glass? Yeah, well, like, kind of fixed on. Not interested. Ad, admin. Why do you have to buy so many? If you could need to buy that many accessories for a handheld gaming device, don't invent it in the first place. Yeah. The Nintendo scope was a thing. That looked like a bazooka. Yeah. And just didn't do anything. I had a Nintendo Watch, which played Super Mario on my watch, but it was only one sort of level, and it was just an LCD screen, <laughs> and it was just three enemies, and you got them, and you, you won it. Did you buy it down a market? You I did, bought it you? down a market. Yeah, I bet yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't sound yeah. legit at all. That's right. I once in the same market bought a pair of fake Doc Martens, and okay. I got a free spanner. <laughs> A free spanner, spanner. Yeah. with with the boots. Yeah. It was like a mini spanner, like a was, big like. It was a, it was a small. Here's spanner. your spanner. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking, like, where on the, these boots? Do I need to like? Are they like studs? Do yeah. I need to undo them? But there was nothing <laughs> to undo. Um, when you first started gaming, when you were a kid, yeah. What was your What was your kind of first uh, for the first game that you kind of played that kind of got you onto the onto the kind of gaming journey that you've been on ever since? So the first console I got was a Master System. And I got it for Christmas, and my mum bought for me Olympic Games on the Mega Drive. So oh, already, wow. like, my relationship with my parents and games is not going well. No, She's it's bought not. me the wrong compatible. Olympic Games? On the Mega Drive. I, thought, I knew it was California the, Games. I didn't think Olympic Games was a thing. There was an Olympic Games on the, on the Master System, but you can't put a Mega Drive into a master, cartridge into a Master System. It doesn't no, you, work. No, it doesn't work at all. On the back, the, the images looked brilliant for the Mega Drive version. Yeah. You know, I was salivating over the prospects. We had to go. Luckily, the Master System had a game built in. That saved me. <laughs> was it Alex the Kid? Day. It was Sonic 1. Sonic 1 built yeah, in? That's built a pretty. You either a... have Alex Kid or Sonic 1. Sonic, Sonic 1's 1. a way better option. For sure. Way more bang for your buck there. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Alex Kid, there was a lot of admin. You had to keep going into various huts and do rock paper scissors i don't understand that that I, made no sense i didn't want to do that is it a, is it a, is it a way of saying for kids this is how you this is how you compete without using weapons like yeah. golden axe or the, something but then this you is like, fought with weapons outside the shop so is it yeah, saying like you know don't go into a news agents and fight didn't you didn't you didn't you ride over and squash animals with a motorbike in that game you as could, well yeah but okay. i didn't really play it that much because i had sonic one that's true. Um, and yeah, so so I got Olympic Games on the Master System later on that week when the shops were back <laughs> open because the shops weren't really open over Christmas back then. You couldn't just you couldn't right. just go on Boxing no, they could, Day no. in those days. Oh, we were Woolworths. Yeah. That was a thing. God, we're so old right yeah. now. God, this is so, old, this uh, is old and school. Then, um, yeah, so I went with the Master System. And then I think you stay kind of brand loyal. Yeah, you so do. I went with Mega Drive after that because I've got a taste for it with that cartridge. So, I, I know exactly what you mean. I was the complete opposite. I was, I was, yeah. I was a Nintendo kid. So I had, you know, I, my friends had Mega Drives yeah. and, and, and Masters. I totally appreciated it. You know, you know, games that were so good, like Michael yeah. Jackson's Moonwalker, where yeah. you kind of span on the spot and went ow, yeah. and everyone danced. Then at the end, you they do have a great time dancing together, and then Michael Jackson would kill everyone. Yeah, that's right. Magic Just power. Just like in real life. Just like in real life. <laughs> 
He um yeah he was he was good at killing people. Yeah, there was there was there was so there were so many great games on those. But for, for me, Nintendo was always the way forward. Right, I, you know that, that was where I was at. So I used to I, I, there was a there was a shop a video shop before Blockbuster called Ritz. I remember. And every Friday, my dad would take me there and my brother, and we'd get a pack of jelly be- bellies. Jelly bellies. They were expensive back in those days, okay. and any game we could choose on the Master System slash Mega Drive. There, were, there was something we, unbelievably thrilling about going into a shop and seeing that every game that you could possibly imagine was on a wall, on a and wall. you could just choose you for choose, the weekend what you want to play. you're a kid. You only choose the same one each week. Yeah. Same one, NBA Jam or Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe My- Jam and Earl, which has now been re-released. And now, has. Which is great because now everyone can enjoy Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. It's like... After Shakespeare died, you know, the the, 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 the theatres forgot about him for like a few decades. Mm-hmm. And then they rediscovered like Midsummer Night's Dream and that. Toe Jam and very much the Shakespeare of, of um You're comparing games. Toe Jam and the yeah, space aliens people forgot to about William it for Shakespeare. at least a decade. And now they're rediscovering like, right. and I'd say Toe Jam and is every bit as entertaining as like Twelfth Night, yeah. Macbeth. It's I mean, definitely better than some of his like King John, Henry VIII. Rubbish plays. Yeah. Titus Andronicus. Not interested. Titus so Andronicus. So Toe Gemino, I'd say, is better than 30 of Shakespeare's plays, without a doubt. Okay, that's, that, a, that's doubt. a big talking point without for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to disagree with you name, there. But name, name 20 plays better than Toe Gemino that Shakespeare made. To be you continued. And I'll I mean, I, I don't, don't want to... Shoot myself in the foot here and not do yeah. William Shakespeare justice. No, he's a wonderful person. He's fine, but, but he's not as good fabulous, as Toe Jamanel. Fabulous mustache of like in Great every mustache, in every in every yeah. in every picture I've seen of him. Yeah, wow. You obviously Ritz video you mentioned there as well. Now this is something as well, which is very much a southern thing. I think Ritz was was a thing that was in the, in the north of the country. Right. I think it was very much in the south. Right. And the weird thing is, you and I worked together, and, and we and we kind of you know started working together back in like 2010. And the crazy thing is, we grew up in like the same town, yeah. like the same area, and we didn't we didn't know each other. Uh, you were the cool kids; I was That's like, right. with, I well, was back, with the losers. Back then we weren't allowed to be in the same part of town. It was like Romeo and Juliet. It was like, like the, the like, rival warring families. Yeah, like families. What, what are they called? Like the, the Capulets, the, and the, the Montagues, and the Montagues. Yeah, that's so us. you were a Capulet, and I was a Montague. I was Juliet, I presume. You were Juliet, of course, I was, and I was Romeo. Right in like Woodley slash Winnish. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the dregs of Berkshire. That's right. Yeah, yeah I love and it. And we couldn't meet. The only place that was neutral territory for us was Showcase Cinemas. Oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. That, that was that was place. that was neutral ground where anyone could come together and go, do you know what? Let's let the beef aside. Let's exactly. just watch these films together. And our families warred with each other after we burnt down a petrol station. Yeah. Fighting. Yeah. Again. No brass SO knuckles allowed on the, inside the on showcase. On the Reading Road, the SO garage, <laughs> we burnt that down. <laughs> In a fight, <laughs> and that's, how, yeah, we, yeah, that's we did. how we got together. Yeah, we did. That was uh, God. Oh, that's old. That's old school. That is yeah. my God. I think it's still going strong. Is it? I think they've partnered with Costa. They're doing very well now. Really, really well. They're really saw well. Costa drive through the other day. Yeah. Do you need coffee that much that you're know. driving through to get one? I don't know. Do you? I, I, I'll be honest. I regularly, busy. I regularly use them if I'm kind of going on a, on a journey Costa somewhere. Drive through. Not, not necessarily. That's a drive-through. A drive-through, yeah. a coffee place. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I can't be able to line know. up. Just get really? me a drink and go. Yeah, I of just course. think, mate. I mean, Weird. if you're that busy, set off ten minutes earlier. Yeah. If okay. you've got terrible timekeeping and you need to go for a drive-through for coffee, 
I mean, you can't even drink coffee when you're driving because it's too hot. I, I keep it in that little kind of that little kind of a hole in the front the, of the my car. But the cup holder's never big enough or yeah, small enough. It's true, but then you buy you buy apparatus like like you can stick to it to kind of make it's, it. Kind it's of, like a Game Boy with all the the, the, the torch and the. Maybe the that's why glass. I love it. Maybe because it's like a Game Boy. That's why I'm so into it. It, it, it reminds my childhood. Right. I'm like I, I'm gonna buy that coffee there because it's basically like playing Darkwing Duck. Right. That's basically what it is. Right. Okay. Um, but growing up in the same area, like you know, we obviously you, you and I had a kind of similar start in terms of like you know the games we played growing up. Yeah. And then we and then we found one another. We kind of did. We didn't working at Jinx. Yeah. Um, where we <laughs> here you you and I, I think were the t- the two first proper like presenters that they brought into Apart from Julia Harding. That's true. Julia was there before us actually. Yeah. But we came in and. Uh, from very different backgrounds. For sure. Do you remember what your first gig was working at Jinx, where we first where we first kind of met each other? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do quite painfully, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I'll tell you what. The first gig was different from the first first gig. So the right. first gig, I, was cu- I came in to do a pilot show in which I talked about movie, sequ- movie games based on movies in real life. So... Okay. So, so games. Based I didn't know that. On the film. I had no idea this was a thing. It was called that Hollywood thing, right? And they wanted to do fifty-two <laughs> okay. episodes. There aren't even fifty-two movie games made. Fif- fifty-two episodes. The first season was 50? like, let's do fifty-two shows let's do a year. Let's, let's do, do a year. A year. A year. This is a good format. Let's do a year. Right. That's ambitious. So I did the uh, did this, the the pilot. Yeah. Uh, on Avatar. Okay. The game. I didn't even know there was a game for Avatar, exactly. but how was that? Okay, that was... Maybe the PS3? So you had to do a 30-minute show on that game? Yeah. That's a stretch. I mean... <sighs> I can't remember about the game. I mean, what do you talk about? They, the, the blue guy and the other blue guy... What were they called? Na- Navis? Made a blue baby. Navis? What's that? In the Navy? Na- uh, na- Navis? What na- they, what uh, yeah, na- Navis sounds right. Like, I mean... Don't remember even whether it was a platformer or a RPG or. So that was the, so you walked so you had the first your first kind of because I'm really curious because I, I have a completely different story right. how mine kind of started but yours so you kind of you walked in and you, did you do like an audition or was it just yeah kind of like, yeah I had to um, I had to read some voiceover they okay. asked me about games which we uh, skirted away because <laughs> I mean I'd I between the age of nineteen and twenty five I'd only played Pro Evolution Soccer okay I mean so I kind of lost touch with games yeah okay but I did a. The reason I got on with Jinx was because when I was like 24, I and my friend called Dermot, we just started drawing classic album, music album covers using Microsoft Paint. So we just draw on Microsoft Paint, like Bad by Michael Jackson, Off the Wall, Blur, like Oasis. Oasis, definitely maybe, whatever. We'd redo the real cover, we'd draw it in Microsoft Paint. Right, and was that, was that just, for, was just, just, like for, just for fun? Just for fun. Okay. It was a Facebook group, but, but then our friends got involved and started sending them us, to us, putting them on the group. So then we had like 50, and then their friends did. And then we had like loads and loads, and then we started doing a little YouTube show about people would send them in from like Brazil. <laughs> and like, serious? Yeah, and, okay. and, and people would say, oh, I've done this one of Britney Spears, can you critique it? Be like... Well, her eyes are a bit wonky, but yeah, <laughs> you've got her. You've got you've got Britney. Oh, I love it! I love really it! Really well, I love that. it. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, it became like a Tony Tony Hart's like art show about music, and then we got loads of um, like NME and and loads of magazines 
started like interviewing us about these Microsoft Paint covers, and then we put them in an art gallery. What? So I like became an artist. I became like Tracy Emin. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah. So we did like this YouTube show, like an art. People like would an send in their album covers they'd redone on Microsoft Paint, and you would from all over them, the world, and you just critique them. Yeah, and, and we got like I got a call from like, hello, I'm from so 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 magazine in Germany. We'd like to do a feature on your Microsoft Paint album covers. Do you want to talk about them? But, like, sorry, how did you get this number? <laughs> and they were just like enemy. They did a feature Word magazine. That's insane. I, yeah. I had no idea We've about this. We've got like thousands and thousands of these. Okay. Some people tried to cheat. People used to send in, if there was one that was drawn like a graphic designer, I think there was a Slipknot album, they just sent it in as it was. Right. I remember, mate, that's, you haven't done anything to that. And another one people did, they used to put the upload the album cover onto Microsoft Paint like that and then draw over it. Oh, can't trace. That, you, you can't, can't trace. trace. You cannot trace. Who traces? I became like a police officer and a detective. Yeah. It became an admin nightmare. So anyway, um, Jinx, for some reason, liked the comedy show that I did. Mm-hmm. So they realized that I, you know, it came from a pop culture aspect. And they were like, right, we like this guy. We haven't, there's no evidence he has anything to do with games. <laughs> But we'll just. But let's just get him in. Coming for an audition. Let's just get him in. Coming for an audition where you can talk about video games. I was like, they were like, do you know about video games, right? I was like, yeah. yeah I went to Ritz Video Store. Had Sonic One on the Master System. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come exactly. on. Yeah. I know about the Game Gear. You had a hang glider in the Sonic on that. <laughs> and I played Pro Evolution Soccer for five years. It's but, basically an eSport. There you go. So yeah, they brought me in. I had to pretend. I I, I presented a show called The Blurb. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Julia yeah. Hardy presented it first, and she did a brilliant job. Yeah. It was on. It was the first show they had that went on to Sky, wasn't it? On, yeah, on, for like, sure. It was Challenge. On Bravo as well. Oh, Bravo's Bravo, okay, okay. Um, and I, I had to, I had to write and present a half-hour show every week about video games, about the new releases, about interviewing big sort of developers, yeah, about talking about my thoughts on it. And it just went on Wikipedia. My, just go on Wikipedia. It's enough there. My my uh, my introduction was was so different to yours. To that, well, did to you that, know about that. games? Well, yeah, well, I knew about games. So I, I play games. Like I know more. Well, I play games. You. I think a bit more than you had. Right. I play games quite a lot, sure. but like not 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 to a level that I was obsessively playing them. But you know, I kind of knew what was what was coming out and what yeah. was what there was. You know, I always have done. But with um with me, it was I. They kind of brought me into kind of audition. The same kind of thing as you. It was like you know, oh, you know, what what games do you like? And I kind of gave my you know, favorite games that kind of stuff. And I have an unbelievable accolade. I've mentioned many times, which is I was the blockbuster. I know Doctor Disrespect says this all the times that he's a two time blockbuster video game champion, but I genuinely was. For, for one week of my life, the blockbuster UK video game champion for Donkey Kong Country. Wow. That's official. My, my, my name was on every blockbuster video in the country. It was the biggest accolade of my life. See, during that, I thought you were saying you went on Blockbusters, the game show. No, I didn't do that. Right. But I wish I had. Because that's way more impressive if you'd gone on Blockbusters. That's more because impressive. Because that was a difficult... To get all the way through that... I did go on Are You Smarter Than a 10-Year-Old, though. Yeah, but that's like a nonsense game, isn't it? Yeah, it's, where not the same. it's just like, are, are you smarter than a 10-Year-Old? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's yes, true. I'm definitely. Blockbusters is a lot more kind of like strategy involved. They than could like... have shortened that game. You just come on, and they say, "Are you smarter than a ten year old?" Like, yeah, mm, I yeah, am. yeah. I think so. I th- yeah, yeah, I yeah, am. You're right. I am. Like, what does there. a ten year old know? Well, Loads about dinosaurs. Oh, that's it. When I when, just make sure it's not about dinosaurs. Yeah, what well, we yeah, But even then, their knowledge tricky. is waning. Well, I know, I know. Five-year-olds, they know all about dinosaurs. They know lots about dinosaurs and about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, For which, sure. is, which is big yeah, too. Yeah, of course. Big, big, Turkish big. Turkish delight. Turkish delight. Big lamp, Victorian lamps. 
Yes. Wardrobes, mothballs, five-year-olds know it all. Exactly. Thomas and if you get the well. right nanny, she will fly. Yeah. And she will that's, make your family that's, happy. But that's not the line, the witch in the wardrobe. That's Mary oh, that's Poppins. Poppins. Right. That's Mary Poppins. I'm getting my, I'm getting my nursery rhymes confused. It's not a nursery rhyme. <laughs> it's not a nursery rhyme. Okay. With, with uh with my audition when i first when i first came into jinx after i did that that kind of like you know kind of bit that you did piece of camera about like, what yeah. i like to do and stuff they got me to do this um this five games that you have to play at the end of the world but not just games in general but like at the end mo- of the world yeah if, they, if the if armageddon like happened, a flat earth thing yeah, yeah no no like if the end of the world happened like and you and you survived somehow oh right what five games would you have to have on your mobile phone? Right, but you wouldn't have necessarily have electricity to charge or, it, or or a network or anything. But wouldn't you be? You'd probably be using your phone to do other things, like a torch. You wouldn't be wasting your battery playing games. Well, this was a pilot, again, a very short and, TV show, and that's what they're for. They're pilots are for pilots, testing, testing, yeah. testing new theories and new kind of you know. <laughs> it's not a theory. It's not really, is it? But uh, new narratives for, sure. for shows, yeah. Uh, and this one, and I filmed things all around town, and I had to kind of dress up as if I was, I was kind of all like dirty and like a suit, and I was like living like Tom Hanks in Castaway, right. but in central London, surrounded by cars and people that just going about their daily lives. Kind of like Tom Hanks in the Terminal. Yeah, I was like that. Has he? Has Tom Hanks just done every every film where he's alone? Yes. Right. Let's just say yeah. Toy Story. Toy alone Story. Alone in that a bit. In a in a in a voice booth. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. For sure. Likes spending a lot of time by himself. He likes. Does Tom Hanks know anyone else? He, he's his own best friend. But we we went on to obviously do loads of different shows there to, at, at Jinx together. I did like Planet of the Apps, like, yeah. like, like a few app sh- shows and stuff. You did like the uh, you did like Game Sport, Game Sport, mm. Game Sport. Yeah, Game what Sport. was Game Sport? Game Sport was a half hour TV show about sports video games. Right. Again, fifty two episodes <laughs> straight off the bat. Let's do a year. Let's not test this out. Let's go full on fifty two. There's not many sports games. I mean, there's definitely FIFA. There's definitely Pez. After that, I mean, when you're having to do a whole half hour sh- about Tour de France, the video game, <laughs> it's oh a cycling game. Oh my god, was that a thing you did? Yeah, a half, just, half know, an like, hour show on Tour de France. Yeah, so I used to, I used to just kind of again. I mean, I know a lot about sport, right? Yeah, uh, yeah kind of my background, but just I just do. I did mad features like uh, animals of sport. Animals, I don't yeah. know how, what, like animals that were inside the sports game? No, like just in real life, like I just made up uses for animals in sport. Like not like horses in horse racing, but like, right. like golf. Okay. If your ball got lost in the woods, you could hire like a woodland animal to go and find it for you. Okay. Like a, you could train a magpie. Or like it. Like to, an, go and, to go and get it. If you, pl- if you painted your golf ball silvery. Have like a magpie go and then you find had a it. magpie sort of on your shoulder or like attached to like a tether on the bag. This, and then if you, um, then you then you'd save a lot of time at the golf course. This show seems a little far fetched. Yeah, it, it seems was, a little I mean, bit like you were, you, were, you were clutching at straws early doors. It was fifty two episodes. You had to, you had to go. What down else that route. did you have to do? You had to. Uh, Formula One, like animals in Formula One. I mean, <sighs> I mean, uh, you, you could. What would have... you use? Just like a, a little chipmunk or, or someone just to keep you company in yeah. the cabin. Make it like Mario in Kart and like, introduce animals at certain areas in the course that were kind yeah. of like hazards. You have to kind of swerve and it's like a That's right. obstacle or, or something. I the don't know. fastest bird in the world is what? A peregrine falcon? Okay. And they're about the same speed as a Formula One car. So if you had a peregrine... They're, wait, they're, they're the same speed as a Formula One car? I think so. I haven't really researched it. But oh, if you had a peregrine falcon driving ahead of your car, then you could tell when to turn corners because they'd be... 
they'd be doing it first. Smart. So I like that. So you go, okay, you know what's coming. Yeah. They're, 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 they're like assumption like weapons. Swimming. Like, you know, um, how do you know when to to turn? You know when you're swimming in Olympic swimming and yeah. then the, the wall's there and then you've got to do a somersault to like kick off and then go back? Yes. If you had like a little tor- turtle at the bottom... And you saw that, you, then when you'd see the turtle, you know when to <laughs> Was there going, turn. keep going, you're doing great. <laughs> no, just at the bottom by the turning point. Right. So two turtles, one at each wall. Then you'd see the turtle, you'd be like, right, oh, I'm going to do the forward roll now. Right. So that, that would shave this off is, milliseconds. This is, ex- oh, this, is, this is really like, I've, I feel kind of uncomfortable right now. This, this show really? sounds so, it's so, so barking mad. that it's, it's not, it's just normal. And it got 52 episodes. 52 episodes, well, more when than was it? When, when, when was the animal part? Was it like kind of episode six, seven? Yeah, early doors. Early, early on. I mean, what sports are there? Seven. Uh, what sports games? Uh, even less. I mean, it was, it was a hard But sell. were you having a good time though? Doing Had a great time. Great time. Because I got to just write a show and no one checked it. Well, because we... It's could... like, you know, um, you know, if you were doing your GCSEs or whatever. Yeah. And you're just doing your coursework. And you hand it in, and and your teacher marks it, right? Yeah. With this, I handed it in. No one checked it. <laughs> it went out on television, and then they were just like, "Right, do the next one." And there was like, no like. Feedback? It was just like anything you want to add to no. my my tortoise episode. No, just keep going. Just keep going. Just fill the content. Fill the, it's a twenty four hour video games channel. Wow. I mean that that was that was the thing. The, the whole concept was pretty was 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 adventurous. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, it was ambitious. But you know, twenty four hours of constant video content going internationally. Yeah. And we and, and that was the great thing about it is yeah you know, we you, here were you and I who were kind of there right at the very beginning, where it was almost like a uh, you know it was every, I mean the, the the camaraderie in the team was pretty amazing as well. Like the fact yeah. that it was like right here we go. There's a bunch of producers and writers whatever. Just makes make some stuff just that you find interesting. Stuff, yeah. And there was no like oh you know. Obviously, we had budget, you know, restraints and things, but it was more a case of if you if you want to make something you're passionate about doing, go for it. Which I think yeah. for us was amazing. Having that freedom was crazy good. But, but there wasn't any money, which was great because you had to really think about what to do. Yeah. So we went to film at the producer's house. Like a lot of the locations were just in someone's house. Yeah. And then Adam, we utilized a lot of mum's basements and yeah. Attics. Well, that's right. And like we went to his house, and I was like, oh, your attic looks good. He was like, yeah, it's a good attic. It's a bit du- dusty in that. And I was like, why don't we film something in the attic? And that's where we did Retro Attic, <laughs> where I just talked about like old video games in his mum's attic. That is, I mean, and fantastic. It great because it's a great set. Great set. It's ready done. Ready to you'd roll. You'd have to pay like thousands for that in like London. Yeah, you would. If you wanted to book someone's attic, you'd have to pay money for it. But if someone's already got an attic, just yeah. go and film there. That went out on it challenge. Was. You know, it, it's just, it was. And, it, and it, I definitely, it was, it was a, a, a real kind of like... Um, it was like a, a learning yeah. you know, kind of scheme where we could learn everything from writing to um, presenting, presenting, editing. Voiceover, like, editing, and, yeah. And we even, I think you and I as well, like we had our fair share of voiceovers as well. Because yeah. a lot of this stuff was not just, it wasn't just like films kind of presented, magazine show kind of stuff. It was like, here's a show about games. We need someone to, you know, people were writing scripts. We need voices to, to voice the channel. You yeah. guys can speak pretty clearly. Yeah. Here you go, get in the booth. And that's how we first kind of saw each other all the time. It was every Tuesday. I would always do the early shift, like 9.30 to 11.30. Then you'd come in and do your stuff. And it would be yeah. like ships of the night, like, all right, mate. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then you'd say to me something like, oh, do you remember that kid from school? And I'd go, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Doing well? Yeah, he's alive. Great. Yeah. All right, mate. Bye. That was it. That was our, that was our, that was how we communicated. That's it was, right, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was limited, but it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah, that's it was nice. Right. It was a good way to begin. It was a good night. It was a nice start to our friendship. Yeah. Are we friends? I, I mean. I don't think so. Okay. I think we like, 
Co- co-workers. I, I keep wanting to stay over at yours and you never let me. Well, mum's not a big fan of yours. Really? Yeah. Is it all the letters I sent to her? That's the that's the main reason. Because that they, they were just kind-hearted letters. Yeah, but you you coated them and stuff, and it was yeah, it was offensive. The content of the, it's just perfume, but the content of the it's like Links Africa and and like Links all the Linkses. Yeah, but who? So like a different letter for every Links. Yeah, Links so, Apollo. Yeah, Links, Links Apollo. Links, Links Africa. Animal. Links animal waste. <laughs> <laughs> Links. Yeah. yeah, every every time a Links there is Links Links dishwasher Links. liquids. Yeah. Yeah. Links rinse aid. L- links rinse, rinse aid. aid. Yeah, I want that on my skin. But it was just—I was just telling your mum, like, because your your mum's house is not very tidy. I was just telling her. So like, why are you saying that? She's going to listen to this, maybe. I was not. just telling her tips to how. I don't how think she has, to... has used much technology. No. Podcast will be beyond her. No, I mean, and the Hoover's beyond her. Like that's just... mate. Can we just hold off on my mum, please? Yeah. She's, she's, a, she's a good person. You know, you're covered under the stairs. Yeah, I had a look in there. The bag's full. It is, has been for a the while. Hoover bag. You just need to empty the Hoover bag. She's a hoarder. She no, likes to keep things. There's no, you, yeah, but dust. Yeah, well, it's all dust part of the same spiders. thing. Spiders. Yeah, spiders are <laughs> a man's best friend. In my I, I actually went to the toilet in your house, and just the cobwebs. There was. Can you I shut was, up about the cobwebs in my mum's house? I was going for a wee, yeah. and I looked in the corner. And I met eyes with a spider. And no, you did watching didn't. me as I was... It has like seven eyes. Which one? All of them. Right, all seven. All, I had to keep looking in different... All its eyes. That sounds sure. horrific. Like yeah. a horror film. Why does a spider have eight legs but only seven eyes? Why does eyes? it matter? I don't, I don't know why it matters. I don't... Why does... Why wouldn't it have an extra eye? I don't know. Why, what, which leg is... So you think it has vision? one eye that, that focuses on one leg as yeah. it goes anywhere. It's like that's the eye dedicated to that particular limb. If you've got eight legs, yeah. you're going to need an eight eyes just to keep track of where all your legs are. Maybe it was a seven-eyed spider because it was seven, a seven-legged spider because one fallen off in some kind of attack and an eye falls out. That's how it works in the spider world. So you lose the a arachnids leg, are a weird species. Eye. Let's move past that. Sure. It's a gaming podcast. Fine. I mean, we've got lots to talk about. Spider games. Spider games. Spider-Man. Exactly. He's a person. And that was one of the... the Best the, games last year? That was one of the uh, movie games I probably would have talked about. <laughs> it's all full circle. It's all full circle. Yeah, uh, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it yeah, was it was, that, it was a crazy time. It, so all I all I knew was Prez Pro Evolution Soccer yeah. during uni. But you we, can't then back then you couldn't have a career just knowing about one game. Now you can. Yeah. There's people who just know about Fortnite. What about people who bang into like Realm Royale? I mean, you can't be just a Realm Royale no- knower. Yeah, well, you can be, but it's a very small community. I, I mean, it's a big community, but it's not sure. not as big as other games. But yeah, I mean. What about um, Rocket League? Rocket League is it's not, big, mate. It's, it's getting big, big, though. But it's not as big as it was. But it's just been bought by Epic Games, right. who make Fortnite. So it's like now it's like they've merged, and, and Psyonix and them, it's going to be it's going to be huge now, like right. even more huge than it was originally. So I'm just saying that if you put all your eggs into one basket, as Aesop would have said, Oh, Aesop, yeah, good fables, great fables, yeah. That was for the benefit of the tape. That was me kissing my fingers and raising to the air in, in tribute. Can you say for the benefit of the tape in a I, podcast? I don't think anyone's used the word tape in anything for a very long time. Do you remember, like in the bill. In, in the, the benefit bill. of the da- tape, I'm showing the suspect this picture of me and his mum <laughs> <laughs> in her bathroom, just showing her where the Hoover is. You're going back to my mum again. I, I don't know why you keep going there. Just, just let it, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it's it lie. John, John Lennon in the, in the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah. Both of them. You, I mean, you with, uh, you know, obviously with, with Jinx, obviously after all these shows, we, we weren't working together. Suddenly out of nowhere, you and I about five years ago were. <laughs> Did we 
I don't even kiss. No. But we, for the we, benefit we, of the tape, I am now kissing <laughs> Adam Savage. On the we, 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 uh, we, I had a, a girlfriend once and I asked her, oh, what, we what, were, what was the nicest part about my, my body? Right, I was quite insecure. Back of the knees. And she said to me, You've got really nice armpits. Oh, weird. I don't know why she said that. Wow. But she was like, you're, I thought, and I Can thought. I look at your armpit? Show it I for mean, the benefit of the tape. I'm there looking it is. At his I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit sweaty, but, but to be honest, that's a very straight, for a 16 year old kid, you're thinking, yeah. I think she could say my hair, my face, my, my kind of, my, my three beard hairs, my, yeah. my, my, my strong, Muscular really oversized legs. legs. That I, I, I was really into crumpets. They were really? massive. They're massive. Crumpet but, legs. But crumpet legs. Johnny crumpet legs. And she's gone for armpit. Yeah. Really hit me hard. Yeah. Didn't like it. We weren't together long. I wouldn't ask anyone what their favourite body part of mine is because I just don't want to hear the results. Okay. I don't want to hear the results. It was a, it was a risky play and it, and it went wrong. It was a like, risky play. Like, for example, play. have I got good elbow? Like, you don't... No one's got good elbow skin. Elbows, I don't want, I mean... Do you reckon there's a part of your life or body or whatever that is the best in the world? Is there a part of you that you're the best in the world at something yeah like you could have the best wrists in the world but there's a lot of people out there who probably doubt themselves right now but could have a really well-shaped esophagus exactly like a really well-shaped exactly. inside course, part yeah. that we can't see like and for medical science that is going to be invaluable when they pass away yes uh, but they but that's like a lot of people like van gogh wasn't appreciated at his time so that person with an amazing esophagus so you're, they they're not appreciated now but but after I they mean, die they're going to be really Van valuable. Gogh may have taken off his ear yeah. because it was too perfect it was too perfect and he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't live with it because you know it was when like you're there's so much to draw pressure your ear and you can't quite look at it and you can't afford a mirror get rid of it lop, lop it off get your friend who i think was a sex worker to cut <laughs> off your ear so you can draw it when you're intoxicated oh. on paint fumes the art world or you know the art world is a, I know the a, art is world. a very mate I've been an strange artist. beast I was an artist for a year it, I learned a lot about that industry you did I think you should bring the series back I want to see 50 episodes of Windows Paint goes yeah. album covers I want to see it art galleries many of them were, there was, there's a museum right called the Museum of Bad Arts right where and is that where is that in London in, no it's in like Pennsylvania okay and I wrote to them saying we've got this collection of really terrible Microsoft Paint album covers would you be interested in showing the first one, Bad, by Michael Jackson, by me? Yeah. They wrote back saying this isn't art. <laughs> it's like, mate, we've been well, in then a someone goes into a room and they've placed a, a pair of spectacles by a brick and someone's exactly. gone, that is magnificent. Tracy Emin's bed. Yes. Like, did she draw that on Microsoft Paint? Yeah. She just slept in a bed. Did someone come around and say, Tracy, we're waiting for that, that, that new piece you've been telling us about. And she's gone, oh God, I've, I've, I've forgotten to do it. And she's gone... Uh, that and pointed to her mattress, and they've gone. It's genius, and she's gone. That is oh, yes. case. It really Tracy. is genius. Oh, Tracy, you rascal! It's like, um, like the theme tune of the bill sounds like it was made up. Yeah, someone's just gone. Why is the bill such a big part of your life? I mean, I, the bill aside, there is a TV show which I know is 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 on the tip of everyone's tongue right now, which is which is our TV show. Sure, which is the first hour, which is which is what I was trying to get to when we segued into lopping each other's ears off. Twenty tens. What's this decade? The teens. Yeah, the teens. Right. The teens. I can't be the teens. The tens. We. The tens. The noughties were the noughties. This is like the tens, I guess. I think it's the teens. Yeah. Next. I guess the next. The next. Deco with the twenties, yeah, the roaring twenties. Yeah, roaring twenties. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we, we the first hour was, was obviously you know for a lot of people who are probably listening now and watching as well. Like the first hour, it was a show that I so I present started presenting at, at Jinx, and it was it was um, 
it's a let's play show, basically a game that comes out this week. And it was, it was really good for someone who doesn't play games like, you know, you might not necessarily for a while since Pez, you play a new game every week, the new game that's coming out or a recent classic. And ultimately you play through the first 60 minutes of the game and test it out and show people what it's like to play it if they, yeah. if they were interested in getting it. And I was doing it. And I did it for about I did it for about a year or so. And I had different produce. It was and it was it was very very weird. Obviously, you mentioned budget earlier on with Jinx. It was a case of like you know they had one kind of like um, one presenter, and then you had to kind of utilize other you know team from you know production team to kind of if you wanted more people in it, just to kind of save on the cost of different presenters and stuff. To have two presenters in the same show, whoa, it's big. It's yeah, real I mean, big. It was beyond the budget. It was beyond the budget. So we had like you know producers coming in, but then one day I think someone was someone was sick in the team, and and you were doing something like a voiceover, and it was like, Ant, do you want to do the first hour? Thing? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I'm up for it. And that was the first time we'd ever really worked together on something That's I think right. ever. Yeah. And it was like, it was like when Salt and Pepper were using the same meal for the first time. And I remember that like that must have been back in the 1930s or yeah. even earlier. Salt and Pepper, can they go together? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Do they cancel each Very other out? Well. No. It's contrary to popular belief, but they, they don't. But they merge and they create magic That's right. of the palette. Don't and for us, too much of on them. the eyes. Of the eyes, yeah. On the eyes. I mean, we, 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 I think we... Who's salt and who's pepper? I don't know. I, you I, sneeze a lot. I do sneeze a lot. Yeah. So I'd probably say I was pepper and you're salty. But and pepper sorting. wouldn't sneeze about itself, would it? You wouldn't be allergic to yourself. No, I don't think us as condiments is, is important. That's right. Um, first hour has been really good for us because we've had a chance to really gain a massive, like a real, it's a great show. We've, we've, had, we've been doing it for what, like four or five seasons now? Like yeah. Six, six, well, we're in season seven. Seven, seven seasons. Seven, so we, yeah. we, it, and it's got, it's got a, a great fan base. Like the, the fans have been amazing. Like we, we always say things like, send us in pictures of ourselves doing weird things. Yeah, people, or we kind of, yeah, people send yeah. them where things, um, we have now weird, strange stories, narratives. I mean, yeah. do you, have you, well, I don't remember the first episode was of the show. I, I don't remember either. No. no, I don't remember at all. I, I can't remember anything. The people, earliest one I remember was Uncharted 2 on the train. Oh, I remember that. Because you were trying to do a little really basic part of the game and yeah. you just kept dying over and over and That's, over. But I can't remember. Uh, there were many before that. They were. But, I mean, they all roll into one for me. I can't even remember the ga- the games we played this season. There we only so, did it last week. Yeah, there, 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 I mean, the thing is, there are so many games we've we played over the years. I think people have favourites, like, you know, there's a lot of quotes that come up from stuff, like, you know, we played GTA V, and, uh, you know, we stole an ambulance, and we shouted kidney, thinking we'd stolen some org file organs on the way. It became a massive catchphrase. It became a massive catchphrase. And we're getting t-shirts made of it, like just saying, kidney, weird. Mm. There was episodes where like we did like, you know, I think we've we played a lot of sports games and rivalries. We've 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 shaved each other's legs. We've 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 you know eaten weird kind of wonderful concoctions like challenges and stuff. Like it's been popular. And yeah. I think the great thing about it is as well is, is it's kind of been like um it's a gaming show. Gaming TV shows in general don't tend to do very well just because people are watching everything online now. Yeah, for sure. But we've got this fan base of like, you know... From, people who from don't pe- go on the internet, I think. People who don't go on the internet. Yeah. We're big in South Africa. Who they knew? go on the internet there. Hey, who knew? We need to talk about when you became Stan or Lee or Stan, Stan Lee from, from... Stan James, yeah. Stan James. Stan another, Lee's the Marvel another guy. Another thing, right? Another... Stan, Stan, so you were, you, were you Stan or James? I was Stan or, in from some Stan... book, the betting company for three, four years. I was the face of a betting company. I used to do on taxis. James. Taxis would, jo- would drive around the country or yeah. the city like, with your face. face on, the, on the outside on, of yeah, the taxi. And it on, would. on on, on um, bus shelters. Yeah. And in every Stan James shop, betting shop in the country, there'd be a cardboard cutout. No, there wasn't. Oh, why didn't I get a picture with that? Yeah. That's amazing. I had to go to like horse racing meetings, events, as the character, as Stan. 
Well, so so an I obnoxious wore a green like... t-shirt with Stan written on it. That was my character. No, you didn't. And, and, they, and you, I get you there, had to be the character of the advert. Stan James would sponsor that Cheltenham festival, me, that day, the whole day. Stan James would be like Paddy Power. Stan James would be like the big sponsor. Yeah. So I, like there was a billboard 20 meters tall with my face on it, like going like this. <laughs> For the benefit of the tape, I've just pulled a very strange pose. <laughs> And and I'd be like, this yeah. is another this is another field in which I have no clue. Yeah, horse racing. I haven't got a clue about horse racing, yeah. but because I'm an idiot. I mean, who does I really? Just, I, I mean, who really knows horse And they were like, this guy's face is stupid. Let's put him on. So we, we as part. So I was did the TV adverts, radio adverts, and I had to turn up to five horse racing events every year as the character. As part of your so contract. So it was me, Stan. Yeah. Stan, the character who betted with his heart. So. Didn't really know much about horse racing. Good. Yeah. James, played by a, my friend Kevin, who's a comedian, who I knew before, funnily enough, because I used to run a few comedy clubs in, in the Northwest, in Manchester, and I used to book him to, pl- to play, um, do stand-up and stuff. So I knew him, and we did the TV adverts together. Neither of us, like, we knew our football, cricket, rugby, didn't know anything about horse racing, right? We used to turn up to the horse racing events and in the morning before the racing started, a man with a microphone used to welcome everyone, be like, hello, this is the race today. We've got the 315. We've got the 415. Uh, we're going to go through the race card today. We've got Stan and James here. Hello, Stan. Hello, James. We're like, hello. Right, Stan and James are going to talk through the uh, the tips for today. What are your tips, Stan and James? And I'd be looking <laughs> through the race card going, oh, right. Uh, the 215. Uh, <laughs> Number seven, Bonoffi. That's a good pie. Bonoffi's a rank outsider, Stan. <laughs> Be like, yeah, it's a good pie. All right. Um, Stan has chosen Bonoffi. No, no, one, no one from the actual bookies briefed you into what to kind of no, say. No, no. Or, okay, it was just you guys. Just, just me, being... just making. And James, who also knew nothing about horse racing, he'd have to. He'd, he'd, be, like the the seasoned, guy, he'd be the also, guy who okay. bets with his head, who knows all the stats. So he'd be looking. At the, he'd be going, "Help me out here, Anthony." Like, there are people literally know. looking at you with a notepad, people going, "Give me the tips. Give like me the tipsters, tips." Like punters, being like, "I'm going to put. I'm going to put my whole house on this Bonoffi. That's good. Yeah, he's right. That's a good pie." <laughs> and the reason I say Bonoffi is because that was like fifteen. To, to one outsider, I just picked it literally because it had a silly name. It won the race. Really? Yeah. And was I was like, like Stan's yeah, the man. Stan is the man. <laughs> yeah. But the other guy, he was supposed to know all Yeah, it was, just a, it was just mad. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, yeah, just really interesting sort of. But I'll tell you what. I didn't know anything about horse racing. People in The people in that sort of industry who I arguably will never meet again because I don't know anything about horse racing, still don't nicest people you away from horse racing as well like recently you did something working with espn as you do loads. yeah i do a lot of stuff for espn you uh you did something a pretty you now you say you've got a guinness world record for sure I, last, it wasn't, it wasn't last week f- i bought i broke the guinness world record but it wasn't actually like being adjudicated by guinness for world sure. records. you you just did it and and claim it's a world yeah record. it's a world record right in your eyes not- well guinness weren't interested right they didn't write back but i am um, hundred percent certain nobody else has broken this world record before. And what is that record? It's visiting every single Premier League ground, Premier League football club stadium um, that are in the Premier League this year in the shortest time possible. In person, being in person, there, touching picture, the stadium wall, touching the stadium wall. Yeah. Okay, good so parameters. We started that. off. Uh, the start of the season was on the eighth of August. No, no, the start of the season was on the 9th of August at eight pm. 
Right. Liverpool were playing Norwich on Friday night. We started in Bournemouth at the Vitality Stadium at 8pm on Thursday night. Could we get to Liverpool in time to watch the game, having visited every other stadium in the country. And we're talking like we're going, you're, you're going as far as like Norwich, I can tell you the Newcastle. Route. Yeah, we did, we, did, we did Bournemouth, then uh, Southampton, then Brighton, then up through London, five clubs there, then Norwich, then the Midlands, Leicester, Birmingham, uh, Wolverhampton, Sheffield, Newcastle, down to Burnley, and then Manchester's, and then Everton, and then Liverpool. So 20 clubs <laughs> in total, 1,000 miles, 24 hours. That is, and how, how long did it take it you? It took 25 hours and uh, 15 minutes because there was a crash on the A1M by oh, Newcastle. The A1M. But f- throughout, we're on Google Maps. Oh, the maps are available, but this one was accurate. <laughs> it had real-time traffic. And you mean you didn't saying, print out your AA route planner? No, no. A4 page? I used to, okay. when I, before, before sat-navs and everything, I used to get a bit of chewing gum, print out the map, put it on the gear, on the steering wheel and drive like that. Did, did you, that yeah, sounds illegal. Sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we were driving speed uh, within the speed limit yeah. all times. Yeah, like, of course. We, yeah, because you've got Safety to do it first. legally. Safety first. And we were doing it for a we were doing it for ESPN, so yeah. yeah. Part of Disney. Don't you don't do you don't, speed you limit. Don't, you don't mess with speed limit with Disney. Not when Mickey's watching. Unless with no Aladdin, way. like arguably that carpet went quick. Yeah. But apart from that, and those mice. All of them, they were quick mice in Ratatouille especially. They were very fast. Anyway, so we started off at Bournemouth and we went, and at some clubs, we get to Brighton, talk to the security guard. What are you up to, lads? Uh, Yeah, we're um, just going to touch the stadium if that's okay. Oh yeah, do you want to meet the mascot and go on the pitch? Uh, Yeah, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like, yeah, come on in. Security, yeah, So we went went to the pitch and then Gully the Seagull was there at like (laughs) 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, Gully... Was he just waiting around in case this happened? He was just there going, oh, hey, yeah, of course, yeah, sure. Um, At uh, Tottenham, we got to the Spurs' stadium and it was two in the morning and the security guards were like, you're doing what? And we explained and they were like, oh, yeah, do you want to come in and have a look at the the changing rooms? No way! Here's Pochettino's door, have a knock. Have a look at the uh, That tunnel. is incredible. Um, no way did that. I had no idea that happened as well. At Wolves, uh, other clubs were like Chelsea wouldn't let us touch the stadium. <laughs> they wouldn't let us pass the security the security hut. Okay. They wouldn't let us even go and look at it. You had to They look. were like, "Sorry lads, it's I don't care what it's for. You're not doing it." Wow. Were they the most were they the most they, like, were, the, harshest? they were the harshest. Okay. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. They were like, "Well, we've got an ex-pro here, Steve Bull. He's Steve ready. Bull was yeah. there. <laughs> the, the the most appearances ever for Wolves. I think he scored the most goals. He's well, he was just England. hanging around. He's like, All right, lads, what are you doing? Steve Bull had been told by by someone that we were doing it on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, he was really, really excited to meet us. Okay, because he thought we were travelling a thousand miles on a bicycle. <laughs> In 24, in 24 hours. 24 hours. Wow. Like Steve, mate. There we've got you to talk are. about distances. Yeah. He kept asking us about Lycra. Why? And that's because he was just really fascinated. Were you wearing with Lycra? Lycra? No, because we were going in a car. Right. We weren't travelling by bike, but he wanted to ask us loads about Lycra. Bless Steve. I hope he's I hope he's okay. I think it's all those headed goals he's It scored. might might be the bullet they've they've, they've 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 had an impact. Man City, we went on the pitch, we sat in the dugout. That's such a mate, that is such a great thing to do. You yeah, must have been a, like, it was a great know. day. Had fifteen minutes sleep. And you, but you could tick out all those things off a list and say, I've done sure. all those things. And, and it, that, that's the thing when you do like, I mean, in terms of, I think you should have videoed it and made like, we did a, video. I mean, it. of course. So it was video, the whole thing was videoed. You can see it on YouTube. You can see it on, um, there was like Instagram stories. 
it, it was watched by like millions of people. The, it was amazing. There is one more video that I want to talk about quickly before I ask you about the future. And that is the time that you rewrote Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. with players' names. Yeah. That was out of this world. So this musician yeah. came up to us and he said, Bohemian Rhapsody, but with footballers' names as the lyrics. We said, oh, we're listening. We're listening. Okay. So we were like, right, that sounds good. Right. So he wrote the lyrics. We added a few. And it was the footballer's name sounded exactly like the lyrics. We were like, this is brilliant. Like the word for word, the footballers sounded exactly like the lyrics. Do you remember the lyrics? Ipswich, Jibril, Cryf. Oh, I can't remember them now, but I'll. I'll anyway. I want to I I watch it again. It was great. And. You couldn't repeat, couldn't have the same name twice, right? So we filmed it as we do. Uh, we did, we aped the Bohemian Rhapsody sort of four yeah. um, heads going round, but obviously there's only two of us, Mark and me, so we had to duplicate our faces. To, <laughs> <laughs> to be the whole yeah. cast of Queen, okay. So yeah, yeah, I mean like when we film stuff, we do it, we, we don't, you went all we out. don't, yeah, we don't do it half-assed. Oh, it was so good. And uh, the guy who filmed it was a guy called Chris Vince, who does a lot of like high end commercials. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Sorry, lads, what are we doing? Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, what's this thing?" He didn't know anything about football, but he was there. He was like, "I don't even like Queen. In fact, I hate Queen." But I love what you're doing, yeah. lads. And it took a while to learn all the lyrics and everything like that. Probably took three days to okay. do. It was. I thought it was great. Put it on there, right? Put it up on YouTube, right? And it went like wildfire. It was viral, mate. One of Big the first time. tweets we got through was someone saying. Lads, this has been done already. No. And I was like, what? No way. <laughs> it had been done already by someone on Radio 5's Danny Baker show. No way. They'd already way. done it like three years previously. And it was already on YouTube. And oh, I was like, mate, No way. How? What? Like, how did we not check? Because usually we just check, has this been done before? But, you, but, you, but you'd never imagine someone's done that. No. Like, that's... Because footballers' names in song titles has been like, you know, Arsene Wenger, like yeah, yeah. Lion King and all of that. It's been, you know, it's, it's been done now and then, but not for a big song like that. To choose the same, like, it was such a mad coincidence. But obviously the cult fans of that show... Turned on us like vipers, right? They thought we'd stolen the idea. We were like getting loads of heat for it. I can't. No, I had we no idea this happened. People were saying you thieving snakes. I thought, oh my goodness me, why didn't we check? Oh no, because it was such a good idea. We were so excited by it, and the guy who had written the lyrics and done the music. So we were miming because I can't sing for toffee. Mm-hmm. Oh my! And God, this musician had done it. it all. He'd sung both of our parts. So it was all this guy called Gareth Withers, right? He's like this music teacher at a primary school. Or I think, it, I think it's a secondary school, actually. He's just an incredible musician. Did it all in a studio. We mimed along for it and did a funny, you know, like made kind of, it was a collaborative effort. But I was like, mate, why didn't why So the didn't internet you? turned on you guys? I well, I mean, it... no, we, the internet didn't turn on us because I think most people understood that it was a genuine sort of coincidence. But it did like 400,000 views in like a few days and all of that. It was on Soccer AM and like... You know, like all of the, it was it was like I, again the same as the bad British commentary. It's like this Irish like breakfast show. We're like, oh, this is amazing. Can we uh, can we feature it on our version of Good Morning Britain? Good Morning Ireland, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. And um, presented by Maura from Love Island. Yeah, I and, bet. Uh, and um, 
and like a Danish uh, radio show wanted to, you know, like, and it went on New Zealand TV. But I felt like I can't really, I can't enjoy this anymore because I feel bad that it's already been done. Yeah, I so know. it's like I can, I can, it's a I can only imagine going. It's a tainted one. Oh, I don't I, really yeah, want to. Yeah. You know, like, I just want to apologise, really, because although it was a genuine. That's why you're here. Actually, I'm actually the person yeah, who started yeah, the campaign yeah, against yeah, you. Yeah. So thank you. We, we all appreciate. I just want to like. I don't. I don't really look at that back on that Fondly. and think. Well, yeah. I don't. Oh, I'm I'm with ne- you. I haven't watched it since with pride. No. Because it's been done. But I'll tell you, my, I, I thought that was brilliant. I hadn't seen the original, so I don't really... Well, yeah, I mean, and, and to, I genuinely think our lyrics were better, but it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. irrelevant, irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. Um, lastly, let's talk about the future for you, mate, as well. Uh, what's, I mean, what do you, what, I mean, what do you think the next, I mean, obviously we'll carry on first hour as long as sure. we can. Any, any yeah. plans to get back on stage? More kind yeah, of like, I've done a bit of stage stuff okay. last year. I want to do a bit more. Um, haven't done any stage properly for a while i used to when i was 18 till the age of 24 i did i did stand up did stand up three or four days a week during uni it's tough mate it's a a tough compare and yeah yeah, just used to go around the country doing stand up some gigs amazing other gigs like (laughs) like there was one i can imagine how tough that must be there was one gig in bolton that was so bad i was like doing 20 minutes at the bolton octagon and uh it was so bad that I said to the audience, when I go off stage, I don't want anyone to clap. I have to, I'm going to leave the stage. And I do realize right now that to leave the stage, I've actually got to go through the audience because it's <laughs> <laughs> an aisle. So I've got to go through you guys. Just in silence. Just walking out. I just want to go in silence and I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go back home. Is that a deal? And everyone said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. deal. So I put the microphone back in said, I've been Anthony Richardson. Good night. And I walked off the stage to silence. But then halfway through, this old bloke just goes, oh, come on, everyone, just give him a clap. <laughs> and about 10, 15 people just started clapping like I just putted a bogey at a golf course. Like that oh, kind of, and that, one of those and that kind was of, even worse. Was clapping you off. Going off for a small clap, a pity clap. Was it because your set was so was it was so badly? Just like, sometimes just, you just died. Yeah, sometimes you be. just died. But I used to I used to be I I was a good stand-up, but I was probably a, arguably a better MC slash compare. Mm. So I used to do a lot of student gigs and also just normal gigs as well. But I'd go and I'd go and compare, and I'd go on stage for like ten fifteen minutes, and I wouldn't have anything planned. I'd just riff off the audience and warm up the crowd like that without any material. Yeah. And sometimes it was electric. Sometimes it was amazing. You know, sometimes like... You buzz off that stuff as well. Buzz off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I was just quite young. I look back on the material I wrote and just thought, I just cringe. Just think, did I really say all that stuff? It's awful. Well, mate, you're you're a creative guy and I've got no doubt there's going to be lots more... Not small yeah. videos that are going to pop in the future Thanks, and, and that kind of stuff. Thank you, yeah. mate. Thanks for coming on to hang out on on the on the situation, man. It's been no good. worries. In the Velvet Lounge here. Sure, it's yeah, been, good for been, cats. It's been it's yep. Yeah, you said it was bad for cats. Yeah, good for cats if you don't want them to scratch. Right. Okay. That's yeah. okay. Once again, we come full circle. Yeah, mate. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. All the best for the future. And one day you're going to be on the Apollo stage. I know it. You're going to be comparing. I won't be, it. Do, I won't be doing live stuff, so that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen ever. No. Okay. I won't so, be on the Apollo. No. So you'll be you'll be doing something. You'll be around. I'll just be like trying to make ends meet. Trying to make ends meet. Yeah. Which is the goal of every. My work person. as a librarian. Really? Yeah. 
that's a very a strange career, career change. change. A yeah. librarian. I'm I'm sick of talking. Well, you're used to the you're used to the lack of noise from from the standing from the gig, so that's stage. that's kind of perfect. Yeah, it kind of works out perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, love having you on, mate. Thanks so much for being no here. And uh, make sure to check out all Anthony stuff. Exploding Heads first hour. Everything we talked about today online. Um, love you, mate. Thanks for being here. Thanks. And that was Anthony Richardson right there. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Be sure to catch me next week for another episode of The Savage Situation. Thanks to Fourth Floor Creative for supporting the series. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube as well. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. 